Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. Hosted by the Missouri Training Institute, this is the Weekly Workplace. Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. With you today, Dewey Thompson, Director of Missouri Training Institute, and me. This is is weird. Just the two of us. I know. Yeah, we booted Ray out. (laughs) (laughs) She's quite busy with all of her her IPEC uh, certification stuff. She's uh, getting to become that executive coach, and I'm so excited for her to be able to do that. But she did need some time off today to be able to... uh, uh, attend some of those workshops. Yes, it's a very thorough process. So, but today, you know, kind of kind of leading us into that conversation a little bit. We we recognize and appreciated her commitment into that. We're going to talk about recognizing others. Yeah, and it's something I don't think that happens very often. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the workforce is starved for recognition. Yeah. Um, you think about the last couple of years with the pandemic, and we've been isolated from one another. We don't get to see each other. We don't get to see the contributions that some people make. Um, and I think that um, our workforces are just starved for, for some recognition. It, it's just important that leaders recognize the, um, the behaviors that they want to see over and over and over again, right? right. Um, so that we're able to reinforce those particular behaviors on yeah. our teams. You know, when I think about it, I am thinking back to my history of careers. Um, but I'm curious, I guess, when you think back in yours, have you ever been in an environment where maybe this didn't take place? Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, I, I've been in those situations. And, and I guess I'll say, you know, it doesn't mean that the bosses didn't talk to me. They did. But they had a tendency to only come talk to me when something was going wrong mm-hmm. or, you know, when um, they noticed I wasn't doing something. And so after a while, it got to be a situation where, um, I'd kind of see him walking down the hallway and I'd kind of try to avoid him as much as possible. Mm. Right. So, cause they only came to me with bad news. They, they, they never seemed to recognize the good things I was doing, which I did uh, quite a few good things, mm. but they only seemed to nitpick the things that I didn't do so well. Uh, and those are the things that they chose to kind of talk about all the time. And so after a while, it, you know, I, I, I avoided my bosses. I didn't really develop. It wasn't a good relationship with them. I, I didn't trust them. Right. You know, the culture of the organization was such where it kind of felt like, oops, gotcha, oops, gotcha, uh, all the time. And so, you know, I didn't last very long in that particular organization. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's, I can think of some of mine as well. I mean, very similar. It's, it's incredibly demotivating. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It really uh, demot- demotivates you from getting up and, and even going into work. Right. You know? Yeah. You're those just going to lay in bed. Those are those. <laughs> I think I'm sick today. Um, no, I, I never did that. Well, okay, maybe yeah. And, and, you know, think about in those situations, I don't know about you, but for me, my energy level was down. Yeah. I certainly wasn't committed mm-hmm. to the team or to this boss or to the organization as a result of that kind of thing. Um, and so it can really have a, a, a tremendous effect on mm-hmm. the culture of the organization. It can have a tremendous effect on uh, those working relationships, your productivity, your quality, um, all those things can suffer. I have seen situations, I have friends who have uh, had a fire in their belly since they were kids mm-hmm. for a certain career and they get into that career and because of a bad boss, because of a lack of, of appreciation, of recognition, um, recognizing those contributions, like they, they quit. Yeah. They were done. They didn't want to do it anymore. That passion, that fire, that, that I, I literally think of a candle. I'm just burned out. Well, what's the point? You know, what's the point of putting your best foot forward if you never get recognized for it? Yeah. Right. 
So um, this is really important that leaders, uh, I always, I always tell, you know, you got to be one of those leaders walking around catching people doing the right things, mm-hmm. not necessarily the wrong things. That's right. uh, and making sure that you, I, I love what you said. This is not just about recognition, but it's also about appreciation. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, we spend the majority of our waking lives at work, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to be appreciated for the amount of time that I actually put into, into my work and into my job. So it is important. And, and I bet you have also, I don't, if you're like me, I've had experiences where I never got recognized, but I've also worked in organizations where I got recognized a lot. Yeah. And I, and I think about what the differences were in my behaviors, um, in both of those types of cultures. What was it for you in, 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 um, environments where you got recognition or you got appreciation? Uh, how did that make you feel? Oh man, I was fired up every day. You know, I, I, it wasn't, a, it wasn't any of those moments where I was like, Oh, I'm, I think I feel sick today. Um, it, it truly was it, this, this genuine excitement to come to work and not just come to work, but when I was there to get the right work done, you know, mm-hmm. to think about what is the mission of this organization? All right. How do I contribute to that? And now what can I do to make things better? You know, and I can even remember, um, outside of work, you know, when I'd go home. And or go to the grocery store, go out to the ballpark, you know, when we had softball games and people would talk about this particular organization and something that had happened there. And, you know, and I was quick to correct people's misinformation, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and I was quick to, to explain like what we do there and, and the why we do what we do. And, and so it wasn't even inside the walls of the organization. I was motivated beyond those walls mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was fired up for what I did. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, I, I, I look back on those situations and I had more energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I demonstrated more commitment. Yeah. Um, I think my productivity was up. I think my initiative to actually take on more actually improved. I think um, the other thing that I think is really important, and this is, I think this is a really, a, 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 I don't know, a foundation principle of the idea of giving people recognition is that sometimes we tell people, thanks, I appreciate mm-hmm. you. Um, you did a great job today. Mm-hmm. But if you don't tie that to the mission, the vision, the values of the organization, um, or how that person's behavior really contributed in a meaningful way in some, in some form or fashion, then I think we're missing the boat. Um, you know, so you tell me you did a good job. Well, what does that really mean? That predominantly means you, you noticed and I appreciate that. But at the same time, how do I make a difference? Right. That needs to be a part of that uh, idea of recognition, I think, as well. Yeah. If you're going to spend the time telling me about it, then then tell me what it was that you want to see more of. And so, you know, I can't do anything with, hey, great job. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, great job on what? Was that on on the, the proposal I sent you? Was that on the project I worked on? That marketing campaign? I, I mean, what? What was it? Exactly. And so... Um, that can be very confusing for yeah. people. <laughs> and it's not only confusing, but it can actually be demotivating. It's it like, is. oh, you don't even, you don't even know what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't even really noticed how I made a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that, that's kind of a problem. And I think for you and I, you know, we've talked previously about being, um, highly empathic, very, very in tune <laughs> with, yeah. uh, people's emotions. It starts feeling, uh, disingenuine. Yes. Yes. And it does. That's a difficult place to be, especially if you're really, really invested in the work you're doing and, and you really do want to make that difference. Uh, you can almost do 
exactly what not doing any of this does in the first place. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So as we kind of think about this, all right, and we think about kind of the role, um, who should really take this on, you know, we hope that the colleagues should be doing it amongst themselves, but they're only going to do it if they see the behavior modeled from um, their leaders. So tell me a little bit about what you think leaders, and you've been in this role for a long time. Right? Well, you know, I, I agree. I think coworkers should be um, recognizing other coworkers. Mm-hmm. You know, this doesn't mean that it always have to, has to come from the top down. It can right. certainly come from the bottom up. It can certainly come from, you know, um, colleague to colleague, um, however you want to do it. But it is important that leaders, like you say, set the example. Uh, and so you're not going to have colleagues comment on other colleagues if the leader isn't setting the example to begin with. So I do think that there are some things that leaders can do to kind of improve their uh, abilities to recognize the contributions of others. So the first thing, um, and I think I mentioned this earlier, is they got to pay attention. Right. <laughs> they they got to get out from behind the desk. Um, they've got to interact with their um, team members. They got to pay attention to what's going on. You know, um, our vice chancellor, Marshall Stewart, everybody was gone the other day. Everybody's out uh, working. You were, you were doing a, a training for somebody else, but Marshall came just walking through and just stopped in and said hi to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I noticed that he does that every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's appreciated because he is a, a, a person that is all over the state, sometimes all over this nation. He's got so many meetings. I can't imagine, you know, at his level, um, if he ever gets any time to himself. Um, to actually get work, his work done, mm-hmm. but it was so nice just to see him out and taking the time to stop and chat with me for a little bit. And we talked about, you know, the Chiefs losing and not being able to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and, um, it wasn't a, it wasn't like it was, um, a really big deal, but it felt good to have our, our, our top guy in MU Extension be able to come around and make that connection. Yeah. You know, that you don't see that very often. And so, First thing you got to do is I think you got to pay attention. Absolutely. Like how, how in the world are you going to be able to give any of this kind of recognition if you don't even know what your people are doing in the first place? Right. And that brings up my second point, I think, is the idea that you got to remain curious mm-hmm. about what people are doing. You know, if you're a leader, sometimes you've been removed from that front line. Now, maybe you you worked that front line at one time in your career and you might know everything about it. But I would probably suggest that over the years, as you become a leader, sure. that that's probably changed, yeah. you know, so you got to remain curious about what people are doing when you're interacting with them, you know, got to know what their priorities are, you got to know what their needs are, you got to know what their expectations are, right? And because uh, those are the kinds of things you want to make sure you're looking for mm-hmm. when you're out there paying attention, you know, who is really, really superseding all those things, who's really, really about those high performers. You know, and I think a group that often gets left out in this, which is kind of the opposite of what it should be, because it's the group we should think about a lot. But, you know, when we're out observing as leaders, sometimes we might be focused on some of those folks who aren't being to par with their productivity or might, you know, we might be looking for ways that we see them working or doing things more efficiently or more effectively. Um, and so our focus is kind of turned to them because we're, we're going to leave out a group, though, the, the group of folks who are doing what they should be doing and uh, really are making things, meeting their marks, getting their results in um, true rock stars as far as employees. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we kind of just take for granted the fact that those folks like they know that I care about them. They know that 
uh, you know, that, that they're appreciated, but they don't know it. If you are, are not, if you're not telling intentional them. with, yeah, telling if you're not them recognizing too. it, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think, um, oftentimes I know as a leader, I have had to work primarily with two big men groups a lot, right? I've got all the rock stars and I love spending my time with them because it's, it's fun to work with them, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're committed. They've got that energy. They're smart. They, they want to do good work. And then you got that other group, you know, kind of over on the other side of the continuum where, um, you know, they're causing problems or they're the slackers, uh, whatever you want to call them. Um, but oftentimes we kind of fail to recognize, I think often even those folks in the middle sometimes mm-hmm. who are, you know, they're doing good work. It's not that they're maybe going way above uh, things. It's not like they're going way below things, you know, but they show up. They're consistent. They do good work. I think oftentimes their, their performance goes un- unrecognized. That's a great point. But you do bring up a good point about the rock stars, right? We, we count on them, uh, so much that we sometimes forget about the, uh, contributions that they're really making. We just come to expect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's important that we, that we recognize those. Or sometimes we recognize them uh, with something that doesn't match what they should be recognized with. So, for example, your rock star employees are usually the ones that you take the give the work to from the people who aren't doing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let me get this straight. So essentially what we're doing is we're punishing people for good performance. Yeah. Right. For being the rock star. Yo, you're so great. You know, so I'm going to dump more stuff onto you. Right. Right. And that's a punishment. If we think about that, it's, it's the wrong consequence or the behavior. And if you look at it from the other point of view, we're taking work away from our slackers or our slugs, right? Thereby rewarding that behavior Mm -hmm. because now they have less work to do, Yeah, you know? So it's really important that as leaders, we kind of stop that, you know, you got to know what you're looking for in order to be able to recognize it when you see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that that's a great point, kind of transition into some of these other, other things, but you got to be genuine in knowing your people. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know? really do. You you have to know who they are. I think you need to know what they like. You know, I think you need to know, you know, what they've done, maybe what they're struggling with. You know, I, again, I go back to the Chiefs, you know, that Marshall knows that I'm a big Chiefs fan. And so he knows that about me. So that's maybe one of the reasons why he brought that up mm-hmm. and talked to, to me about it, because he knows that about me. He knows that that excites me mm-hmm. um, to talk about the KC Chiefs. Go Chiefs! Go Chiefs! <laughs> Um, but you do, you gotta have, you really have to kind of know. And that really becomes important then when you're actually giving that recognition, yeah. you know, because it lets them know that you notice them. It mm-hmm. lets them know that you know who they are and you know what they're doing. You know, the contribution that they're making to the team or to the organization. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know. Yes. Have to know your people. And and here's the thing is know them before you need to give this kind of recognition. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, uh, I, I've had times before where I've had a supervisor who wanted to recognize me and uh, I appreciate it, but brought like flowers in to recognize <laughs> me because it was a very quick You're last a big minute. You're person, huh? I am not. I <laughs> got I allergies? Well, I don't have allergies, but flowers die. And then I have to look <laughs> at dead flowers sitting on my desk. And so, so for me, um, he, you know, quickly tried to analyze the situation and probably made some assumptions, you know, as to what I would have liked um, in that moment because he just wanted to say thank you. So he needed to get something. Right. Had the time been spent though, leading up to it to get to know me a little bit more, then he might've been able to plan that a little bit better. You know, another thing um, that I think is really important when leaders give recognition is to be very thoughtful, like you're talking about, thoughtful about that person, 
Um, but you got to make that recognition, recognition special and memorable. Because mm-hmm. um, remember, the reason why we want to give the recognition is, is to let this person, uh, is that positive reinforcement that we want to see more and more and more of these types of behaviors, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that's important to let them know that, that you've really recognized that. But you, you want to make it special to them. You want to make it memorable to them. You just can't go up to somebody and say, you did a good job. Mm-hmm. That that is not. I did a good job with what mm-hmm. you know. I mean, this it's not that special. It's not that memorable. Um, you know, there's a good book I'd really recommend to everybody on this idea of providing recognition for people, um, and it's called Encouraging the Heart: A Leader's Guide to Rewarding and Recognizing Others. And this is by the authors who wrote the Leadership Challenge too, uh, James Cousins and Barry uh, Posner. Um, and again, might want to, if you live here in Columbia, uh, you might want to stop by your local Barnes and Noble and get that little weekly workplace discount. But they tell a story in there of a manufacturing plant. And, uh, one of the manufacturing machines, one of the machines that makes these products broke down. And so the part that broke down that kind of snapped was this little metal dowel rod. So, uh, the person working that station went and get a, got a new metal dowel rod to put into the machines to get it back up and running, but it wouldn't quite fit. So what he did is he took that metal dowel rod, um, and this was a food manufacturer. So they took that metal dowel rod and put it in the freezer. And everybody knows that when you freeze metal, it shrinks a little bit. And by putting it in the freezer for a little while and getting it cold, then it slipped right into the uh, the machine very, very easily and fit what it was supposed to do. So the leader heard what happened. And if you think about a manufacturing plant, when the machine breaks down, you're not making product. Right. Everything before that is not being completed. Um, and so you've got downtime and that's, you know, that's not very profitable for a manufacturing company. But this gentleman took the t- initiative to go and take this metal dowel rod and put it in there. So here's how the leader gave the recognition. He stopped the next day. He, uh, when he learned about this, he stopped the production line. Can you imagine? Wow. Completely stopped the production line and made an announcement on the intercom and asked everybody to come to the freezer because he wanted to have, he wanted to have a quick meeting. So, um, everybody came, everybody shut down the line. They, they went to the freezer. And this is where he told the story of what this employee did the day before. And he brought this employee up to the freezer right next to him, told the rest of the team about this. And think about how special and how memorable that was, mm-hmm. that this person got really innovative. Uh, they, they solved the problem on their own. They got the manufacturing line back up and running, uh, got products out the door mm-hmm. like they're supposed to. And everybody got to hear that. You know, how special, how memorable was that? You know, so the more I think that you can make it special, the more I think you can make it memorable, uh, I, I think the better. Yeah. And it sounded like really doing that through the story. Yeah. Right? Through that storytelling element. Storytelling. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's a good word that you use, yeah. Brianna, because I think that storytelling is the language of leadership, mm-hmm. um, you know, because he related that story um, to the mission, the vision, the values of the organization. And it was a teachable moment, right? So everybody that got to witness that piece of recognition, they got a little reminder of what the expectation was. They got a little teachable moment about what what high performance looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what I love about it. 
Well, and it's interesting because I think of any any story I've really listened to. So, you know, even doing things like TED Talks or mm -hmm. um, any of those and you hear somebody's story. And for me, and it might be because I'm number one learner, I don't know, but uh, I do get fired up by that. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, how do I do that now? All right. And, and, and for uh, maybe a short amount of time, I have this momentum, though, that I could certainly build off of mm -hmm. and continue you know, to, to get to that point. Like I want, I want someone to be able to say that about me someday. Yeah. Heck, think about the end of your career, you know, mm -hmm. and, and when you get to the end of it, what do you want people to, to have said when you get there? Is it going to be, Oh, thank gosh, I'm, I'm glad she's gone. Mm -hmm. All right. Or is it going to be, man, this was such a loss. Yeah. All right. She yeah. contributed in all these different ways. Well, if you think about it, we have been told stories our whole lives, yeah. right? And stories are great ways to teach things. I mean, everybody remembers how, George Washington cut down the cherry tree, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of a universal story and that, uh, and that story does bring with it, you know, those teachable moments about being honest, about being truthful with people. So stories can inspire, mm -hmm. stories can really motivate people. So as leaders, I think it's really, if you haven't taken a storytelling class, maybe that's, that would be something you might want to consider. I, you know, I know the St. Louis, for example, has mm -hmm. a, annual storytelling festival. Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to go for years and I haven't quite gotten there yet. I always seem to be busy the weekends that, the, that, that they do it. But but what a great idea, you know, yeah. to um, really learn how to spin a yarn, if you will, to, to, to tell a really good story that can be inspiring and motivating. Mm-hmm. Because the story is also, I mean, it, it'll also be kind of, it's kind of cool in the sense that you, you leave it almost open for interpretation too. Like here mm -hmm. was kind of the the expectations. Here's how this person demonstrated it. All right. But now using that fire in your belly from hearing that story, go out and do you. Yeah, all right. And then I can recognize you in the way you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's about knowing that person. Right. Yeah. And and again, good leaders have to remain curious and they have to know about their people and um, remain curious about them. Yeah. You know, and I also, I would say some of the things when I think back to great ways that I've been recognized or even just our team has been recognized before. We do it a lot here at MTI. We mm -hmm. just hit over 2000 downloads yay, on this yay, podcast. Yay, yay, yes. Yay. Um, so that's really exciting, but we celebrate we do. those things. And it's important, I think, to celebrate. Um, and rec and I'm so glad that you brought that up because, you know, recognition, we often think about it as just a, uh, a leader doing it to one individual, mm -hmm. but it can also be done to a team. Um, and I think celebrations are are really integral to to building your culture. Right. If you think about it, celebrations kind of help to reinforce values, right? We're celebrating an accomplishment. We're celebrating um, us achieving something, and the, and that means something then. Uh, and so, it, you know, celebrations are very integral, I think, to, to kind of building that energy and that momentum and uh, increasing commitment among your team members. So, I encourage all leaders to go out there and look for ways to you know, c celebrate your team, you yeah. know, um, you know, look for ways. And, and I, I think you can, there's lots of things you can celebrate, right? What are some of the things that you like to celebrate um, in the workplace? Oh man, we, I, I just love that we do birthdays. <laughs> I mean, and that, and that was something I'd never done before. We do birthdays and we have this cute little, uh, you know, breakfast bar, uh, granola, all that stuff. And I mean, I'd never done that before. So That's we're celebrating people, right? Yeah, we and we're celebrating people. the value uh, of our team members. We're yeah. celebrating their truth. We're celebrating who they are and their, their unique talents and yeah. the unique strengths that they bring to the team. I can't think of anything more important to celebrate. Right. Um, other things I think that we could, should celebrate is 
you know, organizational change. It's hard. Mm. It's uncomfortable. Um, it can sometimes take forever, but when you get there, mm-hmm. I think it's important to take a moment and celebrate those so that people realize, can, 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 can kind of take a look back and say, wow, look at how far we've come right. and look at what we're able to accomplish. Right. So I think that's an important thing to celebrate. Creativity. Oh, yeah. what a great thing to celebrate. I think back to our, uh, back in, in December when we did our, um, window or door door decorating <laughs> contest. Door decorating there we go. Contest, yeah. yeah. And we got to celebrate together as a team on that while we did it, but then also when we took first place. So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think it's important to celebrate outstanding performance. I think it's important to celebrate, you know, certain events, um, that may happen, you know, uh, the birth of a new child, you know, for example, mm-hmm. um, I remember celebrating Logan, your, mm-hmm. your son's, your son Logan's birth. And gosh, we've already celebrated uh, a first birthday too, hey, haven't now. we? Um, <laughs> but, but those me. are, those are important milestones. There's important moments, yeah. uh, to do that. And I guess one final thing I might suggest to people, um, when it comes to the idea of team celebrations is that never, ever, ever forget the power of food. Huh. Uh, it's amazing, isn't it? Notice Bring- how that was the first thing I went to earlier. <laughs> you went to the granola, the granola bar. Yeah, yeah the, the, the breakfast bar. The, the yogurt bar. But, you know, it's interesting how how people, when they get around food, a box of donuts or maybe a box lunch or, or something like that, we start talking, right? We start learning about each mm-hmm. other. We start celebrating each other's strengths all around, you know, the idea of having a donut once right. in a while. And I wanted to loop back to something you said uh, at the very beginning of this podcast that really resonated with me. But, you know, the idea we've talked a lot about how uh, leaders, you know, can do this. But you had also mentioned that it doesn't have to just be leaders. You know, you think of doing this from bottom up. And I think of uh, how intentional I, I, I want to be. And I hope I am with trying to let you and Ray know, you know, how much I recognize and appreciate the things that you, oh, do, you do around here. You do. So, so I don't, I don't ever want you to, to think that you uh, don't do that enough because you really do. But we can do that. That's mm-hmm. why I want to encourage our listeners is Absolutely. I want you to recognize, I want you to recognize that, uh, <laughs> that, that you can do that for others, regardless of title, regardless of position. Like, like just do it because people in general deserve recognition. Absolutely. Absolutely. So get out there. I would encourage everybody to get out there, um, uh, you know, spot the little things that people do that make a huge difference and make sure you comment on them, but make sure it's special. Make sure it's meaningful. Um, let them really know how their, how their decisions or how their behavior or how their contribution really makes a difference, um, to the team or to the organizations, to the customers that you serve or, um, or even to each other. Yeah, and I guess I'll go ahead then and, and wrap it up and steal Ray's sign off with... Yeah, we miss her. I know we do. She'll be back. She'll be back. She'll be back. She'll be back. But until then, go be great. Thanks for listening to The Weekly Workplace, hosted by the Missouri Training Institute. Dewey, Ray, and Brianna stand ready to connect with you and meet your training needs. Be sure to check out ways to contact them in the episode description or at mti.missouri.edu. Subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes automatically by tapping subscribe in your podcast player of choice. Hope to catch you on the next episode of The Weekly Workplace. Yes.